To get pregnant is not the entire goal because there's still a lot of fear after that. Sometimes people who are infertile, they take like long breaks in their journey to, they like go back and forth. Like maybe I don't want kids because this is so hard. Or, and then they'll flip to the other side and then they very passionately want kids again. So don't assume that every time you see them that they're ready or wanting to talk about wanting to have kids and respect when they change their mind or um, where they're at in their journey. Hey friends, welcome to the Yet We Thrive podcast. We're your hosts, Jessica and Lindsay. Even though we are all part of this club that we never intended to sign up for, we're so glad you're here. We are a community for women who have lost babies or have struggled to get pregnant. And we're here to help you thrive, even in the midst of these impossible circumstances. So join us as we show you practical and sometimes unconventional ways every week for how to thrive in this one crazy life. Well, welcome back to the Yet We Thrive podcast. This is episode 14. And today we are going to talk to our friends, Casey and Shannon, who are on our team at Yet We Thrive on how to love your friends with infertility. Yes. And I just have to ask because I always want to be really sensitive, especially when it's things that are painful and hurtful for other people that I've never dealt with. Mm -hmm. But your infertile friends, is that even like... PC, <laughs> or is there like a better way to better say term. that? Because we don't want to like label you guys, right? Like, because it doesn't define you. No. But how does that feel? <laughs> Tell us. Tell us. Casey's looking at me because we were talking about this question on the way here, and we were just joking about it because we were like, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't really know what else to call it. And I was like, I mean, I prefer broken uterus community, but. <laughs> I like that. Or just friends who struggle with. with infertility. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's a better. That might be better. Yeah. I just had to ask the question. So if anybody is out there who yeah. has has some two cents on that, comment. Yes. <laughs> DM me so I can know <laughs> the right way to refer to you. Because yes. I don't want to be the miscarriage girl. Well, no. Like, yeah. You know, like, or the stillbirth girl. That yeah. doesn't sound great to me yeah so but obviously we're talking about it and we're talking about infertility and mm -hmm. so I just, yeah yeah we want to be sensitive because we love you all yes and kind and loving yes. and, yeah. but before we get started as always share with us something that's bringing you joy and something that's frustrating you so mm -hmm. shannon start us off okay um i'd say one thing that What's frustrating me this week was my washer's been broken mm -hmm. and that's i finally so bought weird. another one and it had like the tiniest $35 delivery fee. And I have like a really <laughs> narrow basement staircase. And they were going to deliver it and put it down there. And I was so excited. Mm -hmm. um, and then I found out that they couldn't fit it down the stairs. <laughs> oh, and they messaged me and they said, but we fixed the old one, which I can't fathom being possible because the whole basin like cracked off and fell into the machine. <laughs> but anyway... <laughs> He's a miracle worker with washing machines. <laughs> but then I ran it, and it's been raining a lot, and then the basement, like, has puddles all over, and it uh. kind of looks like it's coming from the washing machine. <laughs> <laughs> so I have no idea if it's from the rain or if it's from the washing machine. So I'm going to have to do some experimenting to figure that out. But anyway, oh. that was my frustration this week, so i got to troubleshoot my washer. Um but I'd say a joy that I've experienced this week is also the rain. Yeah. I 
I know a lot of people hate gloomy days in the <laughs> rain, but I just love it. I love that no matter if you live downtown in the city, there's nothing that society can do to take away that part of nature. <laughs> yeah, and that's so true. I just love the sound of it. Mm-hmm. I yeah, so I've been enjoying that. Um, my frustration this week, um, I have these two little birds that are extremely persistent about trying <laughs> to make a nest inside the wreath that's hanging on my front. Oh, <laughs> you should let them. So yeah, but what about if you have to slam the door closed and then you've got these eggs that are going to crack? Right, thankfully wall. there's no eggs yet, but I keep like going out and like clearing out, you know, oh. the nest and I feel bad. But it's like, this is not a good space, guys. Shouldn't your instincts tell you that? <laughs> and my joy is, I mean, one, it's spring. It's yeah. coming. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I switch to iced coffee and mm. like the first warm day yeah. I make the switch and I figured out how to make iced coffee with my espresso machine. Ooh. Yes. It's like really good so iced coffee. Good. So that is that's amazing. Big joy. That's this a week. great joy. What about you, yes. Linz? Okay. So I've shared before about the mud pit in our backyard mm. from our renovation. So it's been raining a ton. So Guess what? <laughs> I'm real frustrated with it again. <laughs> There's like dog mud prints uh, all over our floor. Yeah, and we have a, she's a sheep doodle, which is a sheep dog poodle mix. And it's like her paws just hold these pockets of water. So when you wipe no. them, you kind of have to like spread her yeah. paws apart <laughs> to like let the water <laughs> Oh, so every time we have to let her out, everybody's like, no, I don't want to let her in. Yes. <laughs> it's, like it's a chore. Such a chore. Yes. Oh, but we laid down grassy this week. Mm-hmm. So we're hoping that that with the rain will bring me grass, which will bring me so much joy. <laughs> <laughs> That's my frustration and my joy. The grass seed is my joy. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, my frustration is the same as yours. Okay. So we also have dogs and... Uh-huh. We don't have a lot of mud in our backyard. Our backyard's just a mess, but it's not like a mud pit. Okay. But again, I mean, they come in with wet feet, yeah. and then it just tracks all over the, the floor, and I have to make sure I'm letting the dogs in and not the mm-hmm. kids. And <laughs> yeah. And then it's just like, you know, the sun comes up in the morning, and you just see this glorious footprints everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> but my joy is I got a new mop. Yes. And I'm super pumped about it. I got it at Target, and it's like, I think it's abyssal, but like there's two heads on it that spin and it like self propels itself. Like I just literally hold it and it just glides over my floor and oh, it's such a blessing. Like a new mop. Yeah. It's just like a Roomba mop. Yeah, it's so awesome. Like oh I gosh. all day on Saturday, that's all I did was mop every single floor I could in my house because wow. it was so fun to use. <laughs> that's awesome. You shouldn't tell me. Blake it, makes fun of me because it's like every year I come home with a new like yeah. <laughs> floor cleaning yes. toy. Yes. And he's like, why won't you stop? Right. <laughs> uh, well, I had the one. What is that? Like natural. Uh, it's like a big company. Norwex? Yes. yes. I had the I Norwex one. Uh-huh. And I think that's great for like mm-hmm. small areas. Yeah. But my whole downstairs is like a lot of hardwood. square footage yeah. yeah and i'm like i'm taking that thing into the sink and then putting yeah. it and then dripping it everywhere and then yeah. it was way too much work it's and took too much time mm-hmm. and i felt like it didn't really get a good deep clean so yeah. this one was well 
worth all every single penny. Yes. And it was the last one, so I was super proud of Way myself. Way to go. <laughs> yes. That's a great joy. Yes. Gonna have to come try out your new mic. Uh, yes, you come anytime. <laughs> it's very satisfying, you know? Yes. You just watch it clean up all the things. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So, okay. So today we're talking about how to love your friends who are struggling with infertility. Yes. Um, walk, have walked through it. Yes. Even. Yes. What, um, what are some of the most meaningful things that people have done for you or had said to you in the midst of your infertility journey? Shannon. Um, I would say just being supportive. Mm -hmm. Um, there's so many different routes to take to try to conceive mm -hmm. and, there's a often there's a, a lot of pushback so yeah. if you're going if you're doing the western medicine route and you're mm -hmm. going from specialist to specialist you'll have a lot of people recommending like well this mlm or mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know this diet or whatever and it kind of puts the responsibility and shame yeah on yeah. you yeah. like it makes you feel like oh if i were just doing it this other way then, right. then mm -hmm. it would right. work for mm -hmm. me um or Vice versa, like maybe you're going to the naturalist and they're saying, well, no, you should go see, you right, know, right. whatever. Um, so I would say just be supportive of whatever journey they're that doing. person is doing right now That's instead good. of offering a bunch of suggestions instead of listening. Well, just so everybody knows, Shannon's my sister. So <laughs> this is Lindsay speaking and Her Shannon is my... <laughs> Danny would kill us. <laughs> we made that public. No one, no one tell Danny. <laughs> She's my middle sister. So, yeah, That's awesome. it's been fun to do the Yet We Thrive thing with her. So, yeah, just know that moving forward. If you hear two voices that sound really similar, <laughs> it's either me or Shannon. <laughs> uh, what about you, Casey? Do you have an answer to that question? Um, I went a little more specific. Yeah, if that's tell okay. Me. Yeah, of course. Um, things that have really helped me in the midst of my infertility, um, when I get Valentine's Day cards or like birthday cards mm. in the mail mm. that are like you know kid drawn from oh, like kids yeah. that I know and kids oh, that I love, that's I the just best. I love that. As I take um, notes over here, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> send me all your cards from your kids, um, and then also like. Christmas cards mm -hmm. like if I have ever watched your kids in the past mm -hmm. I love getting Christmas cards and like yeah. I have them up on my fridge of your kids oh. and I just love that but then also um because Shannon's such a good friend you know we're like friends in real life and stuff <laughs> <laughs> and just like you know she always remembers my appointments and mm. sends oh, me yeah. money for Starbucks and like checks in yeah so that's just you know remembering me mm -hmm. you know in the midst of my journey mm -hmm. and including me and mm -hmm. I think that that is a huge thing for, for anybody who has a hard thing in front of them or who has had something hard happen mm -hmm. to them. You know, like when people remember my delivery day, it's like, mm -hmm. wow, they didn't have to remember that. And they yes. did. Mm -hmm. And it makes me feel like I'm not the only one who misses. Yes. Or it makes it makes it feel like I really lost a child instead of just like right. some thing that happened one time and now it's right. over. And you had just done that for me last uh, this last month, yeah. um, and it was so sweet. And it's just that acknowledgement yeah. of like, I and you weren't even part of my journey when that happened, yeah. but it still like you're remembering with mm -hmm. me. So yeah, I think I think yeah. that's super important. People don't feel alone. Yeah, mm -hmm. and even just something as small as shooting a text. Yes, you know it doesn't even have to be like I'm going to show up at your doorstep right. with flowers and Starbucks, right. even you though can that's totally awesome, do that. and you can definitely right. do that. <laughs> But even just mm -hmm. as much as like, even on days where people text me and be like, hey, I've been thinking about Judah a lot this week. Mm -hmm. I'm praying for you and I love you. It's like, oh, 
thank goodness that I'm not alone in mm-hmm. this grief. And so even just shooting you a text when you have an appointment, mm-hmm. hey, I'm thinking about you. Or later in the day, hey, how'd your appointment go? I was praying for you. Mm-hmm. Just makes mm-hmm. a world of a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's good stuff. I, w- I would, there's one more I want to add. Yeah. And I would say that to include us in your families, because um, the longer that we've gone without having kids, mm-hmm. the older our friends' kids are getting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when you're, you're, all your friends have kids and you mm-hmm. have kids, you guys all meet up with your kids and have play dates. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people with kids, they, they feel uncomfortable having their friend without kids over because yeah. they're going to watch you discipline your kids. And, <laughs> you know, there's a level of vulnerability with mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, so if your friend is expressing that, like, hey, feel free to bring the kids over or, hey, mm-hmm. can I go to the park with you and your kids? They're showing that they really want to be involved in that and they don't want to keep losing their yeah I hate to put it that way but sometimes you feel like you're losing your friends to their kids right yeah because you have gone so many years without kids so right yeah invite your kidless friend to the park Mm. and you know if you have to discipline your kids in front of them and be vulnerable in front of them don't be afraid yeah yeah I would I would say from my standpoint that a lot of times when I haven't included people who have struggled with infertility it's because my fear is that it's going to make them more sad. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's my standpoint. But now that I know, like mm-hmm. before I didn't like think, well, maybe I should invite mm-hmm. Shannon and Casey over to make gingerbread houses with us yeah. because it just would make them sad that they, you know, right. instead of having the thought of, well, this is a way that they right. get to do that mm-hmm. with kids that they yeah, love definitely. and get to have in their yeah. lives. And the least they can say is no. So even right. if they are someone who's like, man, that really bothers me, you ask them, and if they say no, you know, like, then, yeah. you know, like, then you or know, like, or if they say, yeah. I would love to next time, you know, yeah. I can't mm-hmm. because I already have other plans, but please, I would love mm-hmm. to next time. Like be intentional of mm-hmm. listening to them and their, um, answers to that too. So yeah. Some of us want to be the bougie aunt to your kids. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, Yeah. My youngest sister and I, we always joke that Shannon is always and forever going to be the favorite aunt because yeah. we're the we're the moms who are like right. stop doing that or I'm going to put you in timeout right yeah <laughs> Shannon's like let's go <laughs> it's like you want to you want to go out for a movie in McDonald's my treat and they're like this is the best day ever <laughs> and it's one way that kind of like helps at least me if that friend is expressing they want to do those things yeah. with their kids mm-hmm. it's one way you get to experience those things if it never does happen for right. you mm-hmm. yeah 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 that's, good. That's so good. Okay, so this is kind of along the same lines, but have there been times when you just have thought, well, I wish that somebody would have done this for me, and not even necessarily in a specific situation, or maybe in a specific situation, but has there any ever been a time where you thought, well, this could have gone differently, and I wish this is what, how it would have gone? I'm going to kind of jump on what we've already been talking yeah. about, because that's definitely what I answered this question mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> with. Um you know, I wish people would ask me to help with their babies. Yeah. Mm. For me personally, it is, it's hard to watch someone be pregnant, mm-hmm. but once they've had that baby, I want to love that baby. Yeah. I want to snuggle that baby. I yeah. want to help you in all the ways that I can. Mm-hmm. I will fold your laundry. I will whatever. Yeah. And I want to be a part of it, you mm-hmm. know? And like we were talking about people, they do kind of get lost mm-hmm. in their baby yeah. Which is wonderful. Right. You know, we definitely don't blame you for mm-hmm. being tired, foggy new mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's nice to be remembered and to be invited mm-hmm. into your life and into your kids' life and yeah. being able to help you with that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 
Yeah, that's real good. Casey is actually our nanny for our kids. I work one day a week for Yet We Thrive, and hopefully in the future I'll be able to do more. But she comes and she homeschools my kids for me and makes them lunch and sometimes breakfast, depending (laughs) on the day. And they call her Aunt KK. And they just love her so much. She's coming to Eleanor's birthday party tomorrow, and that was like, it's just fun to like have another aunt for the kids and for them, for her to be able to experience my kids. Like that's a joy for me too, Mm -hmm. for them to have somebody else in their life that Mm -hmm. loves them and spoils them, but also (laughs) disciplines them when they need it. (laughs) (laughs) But it's, it goes both way and it's a shared burden Mm -hmm. too of, wow, she's, I mean, we pay her, but Mm -hmm. she is like, that's a huge load that she's taking off my shoulders so that I can Mm -hmm. help serve this community. And she's also helping serve this community in that way. And Mm -hmm. it's a huge, it's a huge thing. And that's such a unique experience for me Mm because I always thought I would homeschool my kids. Yeah. And I don't know, you know, if kids will be in my future. You might change your mind now. (laughs) (laughs) Math with Ray might put me over the edge. (laughs) But it's been so fun for me to have that experience with your kids. And, you know, I love being mm-hmm. at KK. Yeah. It's yeah. best. It's so fun. Yeah. And then, you know, next month we talk about Mother's Day, but like us women are called the mother. Like that is, you are that mothering. Is mothering. You know? And so mother, like the word mother looks different all mm-hmm. across the board. Mm-hmm. And so uh, what a treasure that is yeah. for you girls to go and um, just be that extra mom, yeah. you know? Yeah. And just... Um, be that village really yeah and so mm -hmm. yeah for sure okay so shannon i do have a specific question for you um we're gonna be talking about your story specifically at the end of the month but there have been times where like over christmas you and zach have decided to go travel Mm -hmm. and i know at first for all of us we were like no, but we want you here (laughs) (laughs) and then you kind of had to just gently explain to us like Christmas is hard and I kind of don't want to be here. Mm. Can you, can you just talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So one thing that is kind of hard is your seasons change and like Mm. you develop your own traditions. And when you don't have kids for a good while, Mm. you end up spending your traditions with other people's traditions. Mm -hmm. So maybe, you know, you keep going to grandma's house on Christmas or you see the parents on Christmas or what have you. Mm-hmm. And then as your friend's kids get older, they kind of start doing their own traditions. And you've mm-hmm. realized you've done not really any of your own traditions with your yeah. family, yeah. with mm-hmm. my husband. Well, that um, is your family. It That's is my family. Change, yep. mm-hmm. change our thoughts about two is, mm-hmm. two is, two is enough for family. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it just kind of dawned on me that I'm not making a tradition with my family mm-hmm. and I want to travel. And yeah, so I'm going to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so we, you know, we went one year. We went to Iceland over Christmas and New Year, mm-hmm. and it was so much fun. I did just kind of have to gently explain, you know, like it's not because we don't love everybody, but <laughs> this is how we kind of build our own traditions. Mm, yeah. And when I put it that way, it's surprising when you just give a little bit of vulnerability to yeah. people around you that they really are generally really accepting. Mm -hmm. And thankfully, my whole family and his family were so supportive of that. Mm -hmm. Um, So I encourage people, if the holidays are hard for you, do a tradition that isn't hard for you. 
It, did you did you notice like a difference in our demeanor <laughs> like before and after? <laughs> like hopefully there is a noticeable difference. But oh yeah, okay. absolutely yes. <laughs> yeah. That's good. And well, and for Easter, you guys are going to go away for the weekend, aren't yeah. you? Yep. Yeah. So I think, and for me, like as her sister, I've changed from like, oh that sounds like fun, but I'll miss you too. Oh my gosh, that's so exciting. I'm yeah. so glad you're going to do that. Good for you. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that you're going to go yeah. and do that and take some time. So, I, I mean, that's been intentional on my part. I don't know what your side of that feels yeah. like. <laughs> but hopefully that's like the change in posture oh. you were hoping for. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Like I said, is as long as you're just, it's hard to be vulnerable yeah. when yeah. you're infertile or um, mm-hmm. have had miscarriages. But if you want to teach people how to treat you, you mm-hmm. have to be a little vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you guys want people to know about you, like in light of in light of your infertility and um, just the way that different things make you feel like holidays can be hard? Is there mm-hmm. anything along those lines that we have been clueless about <laughs> that you kind of would like to, this is your chance to be like, actually, now that we're talking about yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, it's it's kind of obvious, but I'm not glass. Mm. Um, we talked so good, Casey. (laughs) (laughs) We talked earlier, you know, about you don't want to hurt us Mm -hmm. and you, you don't want us to, Mm. um, not be offended, but be a place where we can be with you and Mm -hmm. you, we want to be happy with you. Um, and like, you need to tell me when you get pregnant. Yeah. Mm. You know, you can't just let me see the I mean you can but it doesn't help me to see your pregnancy announcement on Facebook Mm -hmm. when I've shared with you already what I'm going through Mm, it feels you know so impersonal and it's hurtful um and so being able to tell me about Mm. those things and about the joys and the things Mm -hmm. um it's okay it's good yeah you know and I may need to go home and cry about it Mm -hmm. but that's how I'm processing it and it will mean so much that you shared it with me yeah. Mm. I think that's so good. I think sometimes we need that permission to just yeah. tell you yeah. because our thought is, well, she's going to be devastated. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you probably are going to be devastated, but also that doesn't mm-hmm. mean you're not also excited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So here's your permission, people. Yeah. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is there anything else? Um, I would say one thing is, is that to get pregnant is not the entire goal because there's mm-hmm. still a lot of fear after that. Sometimes people who are infertile, they take like long breaks in their journey to Mm. they like go back and forth like maybe I don't want kids because this is so hard or and then they'll flip to the other side and then they very passionately want kids again so Mm. don't assume that every time you see them that they're ready or wanting to talk about wanting to have Mm. kids and respect when they change their mind Mm. or um, where they're at in their journey Mm. is there like that's clear yeah. yeah no it is is there like an appropriate way that to open up that conversation for us with you guys that's a good question. Um, I would just ask how it's going. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the best approach that I've experienced is when mm-hmm. people are like, so how's it going? Are you guys enjoying being the two of you? Are you wanting, still wanting to have kids? You know, mm-hmm. people just, you know, ask unassumingly mm-hmm. That's good. what you want. Yeah. For me, it's definitely when people just say, how are you doing? Mm. And you know how there's like a difference when someone asks, how are you doing? Uh-huh. And all they want is the, oh, I'm good. Right. Yeah. 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 And then they ask, how are you doing? And mm-hmm. it's, it's a, I'm ready to listen to you posture. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. what I appreciate so yeah. much is, you know, it makes me feel remembered and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, just that you're a safe person to share this yeah. with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. I had, uh, shortly after we lost the twins, I had run into a neighbor 
at the grocery store who I hadn't seen in a while. And she knew what was going on just because of what we had posted on mm -hmm. Facebook and stuff. And she was like, hey, Lindsay, how are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm good. And she just stopped and looked at me and goes, no, Lindsay, how are you really doing? And it was just such like a profound, like I almost started crying in the mm -hmm. grocery store because I was like, she really wants to know and she mm -hmm. really wants me to tell her. And it just, it opened up that safe space for me to be like, you know, I'm really struggling. Mm -hmm. I'm taking it day by day. This is really hard. Mm -hmm. And then it gave her the opportunity to be like, well, I'm just around the corner. If you need anything, mm -hmm. then I'm there. If Even if you just need to vent for a little yeah. bit. And that was really helpful for me. Well, and kind of like you said, um, I, I think the tone in people also mm -hmm. lets them, like, lets you know, like, okay, are they up for the deep stuff right. or are they yeah. up for my emotional? Yeah. <laughs> like, or is it just like a passing, like, hey, how's right. it going? You know, yeah. like, I think it can really, and so maybe just us, like the mm -hmm. people who are not in that journey, like mm -hmm. just be intentional with your tone yeah, um, and just be that safe place to where if mm -hmm. they feel like opening up that they can, yeah. but your body language and your tone welcomes that, you yeah. know, and so- that's good. So what are some practical things that you can give us for how to love you well? I mean, I know we've talked about a lot of things already, but are, is there anything specifically that you're like, these are just practical ways? Um, well, we kind of talked about before, le letting us enjoy your kids with mm -hmm. you. Um, but I would also say to spend time with us as your kids are getting older, mm -hmm. too. Um, and I, I guess I should say, I'm 28. And so I have... <laughs> <laughs> I have friends who have, you know, kids going to elementary school mm -hmm. now, or, you know, kid friends who have, you know, more than just one new baby now. Mm -hmm. So um, that's why I keep going back to this is it's just an interesting season of mm -hmm. life seeing a lot of your friends have kids that they're dropping off at school and all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. So um, I would say, you know, let us in on your family, but also mm -hmm. um, don't lose yourself and your kids that you don't spend time with us anymore. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because sometimes you just feel really isolated. Mm. when you start having fewer and fewer people who don't have kids mm. yeah what what would you say Casey do you do you do you feel the same way that's definitely what was on my paper huh? <laughs> 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 yeah um you know we've kind of been talking about it this whole time really just inviting us into your mm. lives and uh, making us you know like I Lindsay, it makes me so happy that you invited me to your girl's birthday on Saturday. Oh, yeah, I am so excited to come. I'm excited to bring my husband, and yeah, it's it's good. I mean, that's what we mm -hmm. want. We want to be a part of your kids' lives. We want to be a part of your life because you're mm -hmm. our friend and we care about you. And yeah. so, you know, both of those things are so important for mm -hmm. us. Yeah. What about like getting updates from your friends? Like I'm sending my oldest to summer camp for the first time this summer. And that was like a huge thing. And the first thing I had to do was like text my sister yeah, and be like, we have a brother too. I texted him too. Right. But <laughs> I was like, we're sending Lane to camp this year. Like what are those things that you guys want to receive also? Or is that like you want some, but not all of them? Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> For me, I, I, it makes me feel included, yeah. you know, in mm -hmm. kids' lives. Yeah. Um, you know, and again, you just kind of got to read the person if they're yeah. reaching out to you. Like, mm -hmm. it's probably obvious with me, with you, right. like, taking the kids <laughs> to the movies. Like, I obviously want to be there. Right. If there's a friend who's not engaging in that way. Yeah. They're just not at that place yet. Mm -hmm. So, you know, yeah. you can you can straight ask them about it, honestly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's good. Um, but, yeah, for me, I love that sort of thing, and it makes me feel makes me feel whole. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I'm 
right there on the same page. I'm a gifter by nature. And so immediately I'm like, I'm going to get her a tie dye pillowcase and I'm going to get her all the things to make bracelets. I'm like, I'm like, what can I give her this little like fun camp care package? So that's that's so sweet. It's fun to like know those things. Yeah. Yeah. Be there that way. But on the, on the flip side, I still want to know like the shirt you bought from TJ Maxx, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I still, I don't want to lose like my friend yeah. and her kids and only yes. get the updates yeah. about right. the kid. Definitely. You know, I, you know, want to still hear about the silly mm-hmm. things and the Starbucks runs and all of that. Yeah. 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 Shannon wrote me something, me and so my, our youngest sister, she has two kids too. And she wrote us this like beautiful letter, I guess, if you will. And I cry every time I read it every now and then I cry every time I read it because it's so like just talking about that transition of like going from just sisters to like aunts and mm. what our relationship, how it changes and what it looks like. And if I find that on my phone, do you care if I read that? Yeah, sure. Okay. So Shannon wrote this to my sister and I a couple of years ago and just be forewarned, I might not make it through it. <laughs> so it says, dear sister, since you've been mom, I miss our late nights together our spur-of-the-moment adventures, endless hours of conversation. I miss the length of time we regularly spent together, full afternoons in the store trying on and buying too many clothes, frequent movie nights and slumber parties, craft nights and seasonal festivities, calling you whenever because there's no risk of interrupting naps. Since you've been mom, the seasons have changed. Instead of hours spent in dressing rooms and department stores, Every time. (laughs) Don't cry. I'll cry. It's always at this point, too. We take what feels like a small, literally, army to the grocery store. Frivolous outfits and makeup are replaced with Cheerios and formula. You excite over a much tinier small rack. In the evening, you retire much earlier, assuming you aren't too busy catching up with household responsibilities. Your day is structured around nap time. With each year, your schedule is is tighter. Birthdays, parties, and recitals. Since you've been mom, you cry more easy (laughs) because your heart is bigger. Your patience is greater because it is constantly tested. Our time is less, but our bond stronger. I see you when you're littles. And although I have you less, (laughs) this reminds you of (laughs) And although I have you less, there is more of you now. And my favorite part is seeing how they love you so because because they get it. There is so much to love. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's so good. But, and I even remember there were times, like, in place of nap time, Shannon would just come over and we would just load up in the car and we would get coffee and we would drive around together for nap time the kids would fall asleep in the car and that was one way that we could squeeze that time in yeah Mm -hmm. and now they're older and that doesn't doesn't work so much (laughs) you change with the season you're turning on a movie (laughs) (laughs) but that was one way that we kind of tried to work that through and that was just such a beautiful gift that she wrote that for us Mm -hmm. and it kind of gave us it was a really beautiful gentle way of her telling us like I want to be there. Yeah. I want to be included with your kids, but also also with you. Right. And so take that <laughs> for anybody <laughs> who <laughs> has friends who have struggled with infertility mm-hmm. or sisters or whatever. Take that <laughs> and remember it. We need to put that on the website. We need to put that on the blog because yeah. it's such – you just said it so beautifully and just so gracefully of like mm-hmm. – 
I don't, you just summed it up so well. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. Thanks for letting me share that, Shannon. No, of course. <laughs> I'm just glad I didn't read it. <laughs> I barely made it through. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> oh, oh, man. All right. So now that we've all recovered from Shannon's beautiful note, um, let's talk about our Thrive Tip for the month of April, which this is actually mostly Shannon, mm -hmm. just full disclosure, talking about creating new goals for the month of April. And what we mean is to just that, create mm -hmm. a new goal. We don't mean replace your goals. We don't mean go back to your list and cross off, try to have a baby. <laughs> That's not what we mean. Okay, keep doing that. Keep on doing what you're doing. But add something in that's going to be fun or that's mm -hmm. going to bring you a little bit of life in the midst of this like hard, dark tunnel. Maybe saying, I'm going to set aside $5 every week and go buy Starbucks for myself. Mm -hmm. Mine always have to do with coffee. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you girls set some small goals? Yeah. Um, for, for us, like travel. Okay. Um, yeah. Which is, you know, different now with COVID and everything. Um, but even still, like no matter what financial season we were in mm -hmm. we would always do something if it was like the cheapest little airbnb and we just make the best of it mm -hmm. or if it was you know going to europe like mm -hmm. always do something that you feel passionate about yeah yeah so that's I good should, it doesn't have to be small or right, big it can right. be either yeah it's just to create a new goal okay yeah. see what, are, what were you gonna say oh i should go first so i don't sound like i'm bouncing off shannon no, she's really, um, she's inspired me. You know, my husband and I, we, when we go on vacation, it's like a week long and that's mm -hmm. harder for him to do. Yeah. And so, um, the last several months we've taken in a couple just like weekends to go out of town and visit family. And, mm -hmm. um, it's been so refreshing just to yeah. have even those couple days. And mm -hmm. so, um, I've been really inspired to try to mm -hmm. schedule more of that on the calendar, just even like one overnight somewhere in a hotel room where we can just reconnect and mm -hmm. do yeah. something fun together. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So our listeners, like if you have any small goal goals that you're setting, we would love to hear about them. You yeah. can head on over to our Instagram account or our Facebook community page. Um, it might just give others some ideas, um, just a little joy in their life. So yeah. thank you again for tuning in this week. And next week we are talking about how not, not to love your friends who are struggling with infertility. I'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us today on the Yet We Thrive podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, go ahead and take a screenshot to share on social media. You can find us on Facebook or Instagram at Yet We Thrive or at yetwethrive.com. If our podcast has impacted you at all, we would so appreciate if you would take a couple of moments to leave a review. These things will help us to share the word and keep on thriving. Until next time.